0: Racking the shotgun and seeing who turns around when they hear that sound and who just completely ignores it that is what marketing is
1: coming to you in your speakers from dubai to all around the globe this is James Reynolds Traffic Jam
0: Podcast. 5, 4, 3, 2, 1.
1: Hey there, listener. Welcome back to Traffic Jam. This is episode 52 of the podcast show that teaches you how to get more traffic and build a profitable audience online. Now, I'm your host, as always, James Reynolds, and I do today want to jump straight into the episode. But just before I do that, please head on over to trafficjamcast.com forward slash 52. That's trafficjamcast.com forward slash the number five, then the number two where you can download some special bonuses i prepared for this episode. Now, you'll find there a downloadable MP3, a full transcript of today's show, plus a special mind map that will help you get the most out of this episode. And I promise you, if you do follow the steps shared on today's show, you will 10x, even 100x the results you're getting right now. The Traffic Jam Podcast with James Reynolds. So let me introduce our guest, and he almost needs no introduction. He's the number one author and world's most quoted consultant on Google Advertising. He's written several books, including the world's most popular book on Google Ads, The Ultimate Guide to Google AdWords, but he's also written The Ultimate Guide to Facebook Advertising and The Eighty Twenty Sales and Marketing Book. Now, his Chicago company consults both online and brick and mortar companies on generating sales leads, web traffic and maximizing advertising results online. And at $2,000 per hour, he's the world's most expensive and sought after marketing consultant. Now, this guy, someone who had a very early influence in my venture online. In fact, to the best of my recollection, his ultimate guide to Google AdWords book was the first e-book I purchased online and perhaps who knows, a real push in the direction for me setting up a business all around Google several years later. So let's introduce him without any further ado. Here's Perry Marshall as we discuss the 80-20 sales and marketing principle. Let's go. So welcome back listeners, this is episode 52 of Traffic Jam and joining me right there is Perry Marshall. Perry, how are you?
0: I am great, uh, James, is a uh, pleasure to have you here, pleasure to be talking to you and your audience today and um, hello from Chicago.
1: Well, hello. So you've got this whole principle that most people will be familiar with, this whole idea of the Pareto principle. But in your latest book, the 80-20 sales and marketing book, you've essentially taken the Pareto principle and applied the whole Pareto principle back on it, right? (laughs) Essentially sort of conditioning it down fractally many times over. When did you kind of first come across this whole idea of the 80-20 fractal rule?
0: Well, um, the, the, this fractal idea is really important, and if you're not sure quite what that means, stick around because because um, it, it'll be worth your time. Um, I, I first discovered that when I read Richard Kosh's book, The 80-20 Principle, um, uh, not too long after it came out, and, um, and it really just rocked my world. In fact, it was just a glancing comment. He 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 didn't really go into it in his book, but he just mentioned it. But I had actually studied—I'd um, studied fractals, and fractals are one of these geeky little subjects. But it turns out it's really one of the most pervasive patterns in all of nature. Okay, and so so um, so I I was I was uh, I this book had been recommended to me, and I took it to my favorite coffee shop. I started reading it, and I'm just like. 14 pages in and all of a sudden, boom, uh, he makes this comment and I just almost like went over a cliff and it's like, Oh my goodness. I never, it was like a thousand connections happening like in 10 seconds. That, that was kind of what it was like. I'm like, Oh my word, this is, Hey, I, I gotta like go see if this is right. And And I go home and I like, I get out a calculator and all these pieces of paper and I start like looking at my business. I mean, it was like my wife comes home. She's like, what happened to you? (laughs) Um, Okay. This is what happened. And so what, what was the connection that I I was making? Well, you know um, a long time before, uh, my wife had brought home this book from the library. It was about fractals, and she just saw it, and it was kind of beautiful, and she thought I'd be interested in it. And fractals, uh, for anybody that's never uh, – you should do a Google search, and you'll see exactly what I'm talking about if you don't. But, you know, there, there are these computer-generated gener- patterns where where there's a, like a spiral inside of a spiral inside of a spiral, and they just sort of go on infinitely and um, and and I read this book and realized, well, you know, that's just the computer version of it. They're actually everywhere. Yeah. Okay. And and so, like, if you if you look at a tree, you see this branching pattern, but the branches have a branching pattern, and the twigs on the branches have a branching pattern, and the leaves are in a branching pattern, and then you can get a. a a magnifying glass or microscope and you can look, you know, and the branches just keep going and going and going until you get to the cellular level because it's a repeating, it's a repeating program. And so, um, and so that, that pattern is fractal. It's it, the branching is at every scale. Okay. And, and so you see this with rivers and you see this with with, with, you know, solar systems and galaxies and everything. Well, what Richard had pointed out, and again, he just kind of mentioned it, but he's like, oh yeah, you know, 80-20 comes out of the same phenomenon. And all of a sudden I was like, hey, wait a minute. That means there's an 80-20 inside every 80-20. Whoa, like, so I had known about 80-20. I think most business people do. They know that, that 80% of your business comes from 20% of your customers. But what I hadn't realized was that, oh yeah. And if you chop off the bottom 80% and you just look at the 20%, yeah. it's true again. You know, and then you could chop off the bottom 20% of that, and it's true again, and it's true again, and, and it'll keep going until you're down to one person. Um, and 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 then not only is it true of like one particular thing, like Customers, but it's also true about like your salespeople, how much they sell, uh, or your Google ads and which ads get how many impressions. And it's true of your keywords um, and it's true of your ad groups. And it's also true if you have 20 different ways that you advertise, Uh, maybe you're advertising on magazines and Google and Facebook and newspapers and radio and TV. Um, 80 20 is going to be true of that whole list of things. It's it's just crazy. I was like, oh <laughs> my word. The and and okay, why why is that such a big deal? It's because it's like a universal mother pattern. And when when you see a universal pattern, what it will do is it will unify all these different things in your life. And it'll explain a million things with the same explanation. And when when you find a simplification like that, you should go as deep into the rabbit hole as you can. And so I did. And literally for 10 years, um, I – Used eighty twenty and mostly only taught it to my very best students and my coaching programs and people that basically gave gave me a lot of money and and finally at one point I said you know I'm going to turn this whole thing upside down and I'm going to put it in a book. And I'm going to kind of give everybody a secret sauce that I've been using for everything all this time, the Google, Google book, the Facebook book, all this different stuff that I do. And so it's all in there. And, um, and I think people are going to be really uh, helped by it.
1: Yeah, well, I was going to ask you that question, because if I think back to, you know, some of the first times that I became aware of you through the Ultimate Guide to AdWords, I mean, if I think back to that content it's very evident that you understood and taught the concept of leverage, even if it wasn't in that kind of exact format. I mean, it was a concept that you understood and really worked with. So it's interesting to know that you have been kind of keeping it at closed doors for such a long period of time.
0: Yes, yes, and 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 so, you um, know, it is so powerful. And the thing is, is is. Um, you, you really never get to the end of it. Um, I think that's the beauty of it. When, when you distill when you things down to, you know, the seemingly simple principle, it's actually deceptively simple because, you know, as soon as you think you've, you've, you've done it, well, all you need to do is zoom out. And guess what? You get to do it again except in a different context. And, and I am really finding this to be true Um, where, you know, I've done all this marketing stuff for 15 years and I've been working with lots of people, but, but then you find out, hey, wait a minute, you know, um, I just discovered even more new questions that I need to start asking myself that'll, that'll shortcut this even more. And that's, that's what's exciting about mastering things and learning things. So, um, you know, there's 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 a big pot of gold at the end of this rainbow. And and the first time I, the first time I ever had a conversation with Richard Kosh, uh, it was a couple years ago, and he said, "So, what do you like about eighty And I said, I said, "Well, it's like." It's like one of those magic elixirs, except it actually works, you know. <laughs> pe- pe- people are always hyping all these different things, right? Like, yeah, oh, sh- you should get rich in real estate or you should get rich in internet marketing or, you know, you should do this or that or the other thing. The thing is, is well, you know, how about applying 80-20 wherever you are? <laughs> you know, because there's always, there's always somewhere where somebody's failing to do that.
1: Yeah. Well, let's talk a little bit about how you apply it. And in fact, in your book, you tell a really nice story of a friend of yours called John Paul, who hitchhiked to Vegas, I believe, and they (laughs) had a bit of a run in with a, a shotgun. But it's a really nice metaphor for kind of how you split the 80 from the 20. Share that story and perhaps, you know, explain how it can be applied to marketing online.
0: It is one of my favorite stories. So John, yeah, when he was 17, he dropped out of high school, hitchhiked to Vegas and he became a professional gambler. And so, you know, he's bouncing around Vegas for a few weeks and he's like, man, this is harder (laughs) than I thought it was going to be. And, uh, you know and and so he he said i need i need to find myself a mentor somebody somebody can surely teach me how to do this so he finds this guy who ran a gambling ring and uh, you know they shake on it they're like okay john you know for for percentage of your take i'll I'll teach you and so you know so they, they agree jump in the jeep john we're going for a ride and so we they're going down the highway and john goes okay So how do I win more poker games? And he goes, well, you need to play with people who are going to lose. You don't want to play like really good poker guys. You want to play losers and losers are called marks. Okay. And you need to find marks and play poker with them. And he's like, well, how do I find marks? And he goes, here, I'll show you. They, (laughs) They drive into a parking lot and they go into a strip club okay and and they walk in and they sit down and his new mentor rob pulls a sawed off shotgun out of his jacket and he he holds it under the table and he opens the chamber and then he shuts it really fast like he racks it like Okay, and w- when he makes this noise, there's a few people. They look around, like, "What was that?" And then the owner comes up to him. Is like, "Hey, is everything okay over here?" Uh, <laughs> just fine. Just teaching the lad a lesson. Don't worry about us. We're all right. And then he says to John, "He goes, John, did you see those people who turned around when they heard that sound?" And he's like, "Yeah," and he goes don't play poker with them. They're not marks. Okay. (laughs) Play poker with everybody else. Now, you know, that is what marketing is. Yeah. It's racking the shotgun and seeing who turns around when they hear that sound and who just completely ignores it. And, um, And that is exactly what you do every time you you put a billboard on the motorway and some people see it and some don't. Some people, you know, call the phone number and some people don't. You're racking the shotgun. You send out an email. Some people open it. Some people don't rack the shotgun. Some people click on the link. Some people don't rack the shotgun. Some people go fill in the form and, you know, opt in for the webinars. Racking the shot. Some people give you a hundred bucks. Rack the shotgun. All of those things are racking the shotgun. And the whole point of of the of the actual rack the shotgun story in the strip club in Vegas was you eliminate the wrong people before you ever start playing any game. Okay and and this leads to something very important and it's very 8020 which is sales is not a convincing people process. Yeah. It is a elimination process. It's a disqualification process, okay? And so 8020 redefines what sales is. So most people think sales is like, oh, you know, I got to convince you, you know? And and then the person's like, well, let's see if you're like slick enough to convince me. Can you (laughs) overcome my skepticism? And And we get into this little game that we're playing with the customer. And like, no, that's not what you do. And what here's what you do. What you do is John... John is a brilliant guy, by the way. I mean, he's he's a brilliant sales trainer, sales strategist. And he's got this thing called the five power disqualifiers. And they are the five things that are always true every time a sale is made. And this is really ingenious because it's one of those like, you know, look, you just need to know these five things. So here it is. Number one, the customer... Has to have a bleeding neck. If they don't have a bleeding neck, don't try to sell to them. Okay. An urgent problem that needs to to be solved. Okay. Secondly, do they have the money? If they don't have the money, they're not buying, right? Number three, do they have the ability to say yes? There's a lot of people we try to. They have the ability to say no, but they don't have the ability to say yes, and we're sitting there talking to them, right? We're, we're automatically in a losing position. Number four, do they buy into your USP, unique selling proposition? Do they like your value proposition? If not, move on, right? And number five is, does it fit into their overall plans, Hey, I'd like to sell you this house in Houston. I know, but I'm moving to Dallas next week. Well, (laughs) they're not going to buy a house in Houston, right? So, five power disqualifies, they're all eliminators, right? Now, if you go through all five with anybody on any topic, you're only going to have like one or two or 3% who are left now. Sell to them. And you know what? If you're selling to them, it's not going to be very hard to sell.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Right. And it's so much less work.
1: Yeah, well, this is a concept that a good friend of yours and mine talks about quite a lot to me. And it's James Schramko's idea of having seed questions. And uh, we have this conversation in our mastermind quite a lot about just disqualifying those people who are clearly not in the right time, the right place or with the right budget to do business with you. And just talk to the right people, because business is so much more damn easy when you've got the right person in front of you. Right. I mean, this is the this is the process we're trying to get to here.
0: Well, yeah, and and uh, frankly, I just think a lot of us we we make it too hard. Um, and you know, I when I was new in sales, I spent so much time doing basically missionary work. Um, you know, and like trying to educate uneducated, disinterested people, and uh, you know, life is just too short for that. Yeah, way too short. You know, so, so yeah, you know, and, and what, what's going to happen if you use the power disqualifiers is you're actually not going to be frenetically um, crazy busy. Okay. You're, you're actually going to end up having a lot of space, which, or at least some space, uh, which is kind of disturbing to people. I think, I think people have this idea that they need to be in motion all the time uh or something like that like like oh you know if i if i'm not just working my buns off you know then i'm probably an iffy questionable guy and you know that is that is a bad mindset yeah to bring to your work okay it's about 8020 is is fundamentally about the fact that outputs and inputs are very, very disproportionate, like very disproportionate, small outputs, big inputs, big outputs, small inputs. Okay. And they're, and they're almost never equal. Right. And so, and so when, when you understand that, and then you make, you make your life all about the outputs instead of just like so even when it's like the the whole concept of getting paid an hourly wage now it certainly is the easiest way to speak about the value of time right i mean and mm. so i'm not really faulting anybody that that we that we think this way but paying somebody for the hour is fundamentally paying them for the input not the output
1: yeah so let's talk a little bit about outputs. So you've run plenty of campaigns in your time, especially direct response, Google and Facebook ads. So has this whole concept rung true for you where you've had a certain set or a few campaigns that have the killer for you, where the ones that have delivered the vast majority of your results?
0: Well, yes. And, and in fact, in fact um, the most important Google AdWords technique that I have ever taught it's kind of the mother of the whole thing is called peel and stick and peel and stick says, all right, so you started a Google AdWords campaign and maybe you knew what you were doing and maybe you didn't. But at any rate, you you put some keywords in an ad group and you bid on them and you wrote an ad or two. And peel and stick says, all right, so 95% of the traffic is going to go to 5% of those keywords. So 95.5 is just a little bit different version of 80.20. And there's a lot of things that are 95.5 or 90.10 or 99.1. 95% of traffic is going to go to 5% of those keywords. So what you should do is pick the highest traffic keywords and you peel them out of that ad group. You stick them in a new ad group and you write new ads that are just exactly perfect for that keyword and you probably even do the same thing with your landing pages and all of a sudden all of a sudden you have the one keyword with the ideal ad with lots of traffic and you just did 80/20 on your AdWords campaign is is so so you're going to You're going to – 95% of your time and your optimization is going to be focused on 5% of your keywords. And then when you do that, you're going to find – and in fact, there's a chapter in our brand new AdWords book that's just coming out right now where I show that – I had this campaign where I I tested, I think, 300 or 400 different ads – and I think, I think, um, and this is not unusual for like serious pay-per-click ninjas. This is, this like, this is what you get paid to do pretty much is test stuff, which is kind of fun actually. And, and like, um, I want to say maybe fifth, and this is over a period of years. Okay. Probably three, four, five years, probably 15% of that traffic came, uh, went to one ad it was yeah. like cuz cuz that was just my killer ad that was the best one i came up with and all those other ones were just attempts to beat it you know and and so so that is 8020 and and really what what my google book is even though it doesn't exactly say it pretty much every chapter is really the 8020 of just uh, yet another slice of the things that you do in an AdWords campaign, whether it's the organization of your groups or whether it's switching certain things on and off and, and so on. And and it's it's all 80-20. And so if you get 8020, you can walk into any situation and um and realize, hey, wait a minute, this applies here too. Like like I did a, a seminar called the Star Principle Seminar with Richard Koch, which was a different application of eighty twenty. I don't know if we have time for that, but one of my staff members, she was watching the videos and she sent me an email and she goes, "Perry, does this apply to churches?" And I'm like, "Hot diggity, it does! <laughs> Absolutely, yes! Bingo, bingo, bingo!" yes, you are a genius, you know, like, and Rebecca is really smart. Um, It's like, you know, not surprised you picked up on that. In fact, it probably almost like tit for tat, if you can just adjust it a little bit, it applies completely to churches or nonprofit organizations or monasteries or Buddhist temples or restaurants or, you know, whatever.
1: Yeah, I wanted to ask you about a campaign that you've been running actually to promote the book itself, which is where you've been um giving away the book for a uh, cent. Um tell us about that campaign and what sort of results you've got and perhaps the strategy and mindset behind it.
0: Okay, so this this is a total application of of 80/20. Uh, we 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 eat our own dog food. So we we have a a campaign that we've been running and it's buy my eighty twenty book for a penny plus shipping uh, which means you know in Australia or u k or wherever it, that it's fourteen dollars because it's thirteen ninety nine international shipping or in the u s it's six ninety nine shipping so it's either seven or fourteen bucks right and since it's you know it's at least ten dollars more if you buy it on Amazon or a bookstore, then that's a like a really sweet deal well, so we are we are almost literally taping dollar bills to these books i mean it costs (laughs) us more money to ship these out than we make right well so here here's here's how that's like a very deliberate 80 20 strategy so we we have we have we have boxes you can check oh and i want this too oh i want this too And then uh, it takes you through a whole sales process. In fact, there's different surveys, and we ask people questions. And based on how they answer the questions, we'll present them with some other offers, right? Well, so we have upsells. Well, um, most people don't buy any of the upsells. Uh, Some people do. Would you like to guess what percentage don't buy the upsells and just buy the book?
1: Um, I'd i hazard a guess. Maybe it's twenty percent.
0: <laughs> Actually, it's eight, it's eighty percent that only buy the book. In fact, yeah. it's seventy eight point six. Amazing. Okay, right. And and that's exactly what eighty twenty predicts. Is that is that only twenty percent of the people are going to give you eighty percent of the money? So twenty one point four percent of the people take the upsells, right? Now, we've found that the people that only buy, you know, the $7 don't generally become good customers. However, um, the ones that take the upsells do. So the upsells are racking the shotgun. Yeah. And the money that we collect from the upsells covers the cost of the 80% that, you know, unfortunately we can't sort them out before we ever advertise to them, right? But we start sorting them out immediately after we advertise to them. And in fact, um, you'll get a huge value from buying the book, but you'll also get a huge value by studying how you're sold to. After you buy the book, and in fact, you'll see this on the Amazon comments uh, in the book reviews, and they'll go, there's a few people, and these are the bright ones, they'll go, well, you know, you should buy this book because it's great, but you should also go through Perry's sales funnels and see how he's constantly racking the shotgun and figuring out, okay, should I sell this to you or not? Should I sell this to you or not? Right, And then you're only being presented with stuff that you're seriously interested in, which is why I have a very high level of engagement from people who read my emails. And I have people that have been on my email list for 10 years, and they're like, I like being on Perry's email list because I get stuff that I want.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, I of course tested this this afternoon before our interview and the uh, the shotgun was certainly racked right away because in fact before you even offer those upsells, you've got people already subscribed to your email list. That's step 1 mm-hmm. and then the offers mm-hmm. made, right? Um where they exactly. can where they can choose from the various options, but it means that you're talking to the right person. You're not just trying to sell to the masses, hey.
0: Oh, well yes, and and boy that that is totally the name of the game and you know, look, if you're Coca-Cola, or you know or or blue cross insurance or or geico or somebody like that then you can sell to the masses but if you are any kind of a small business you can't sell to the masses you can't even think about selling to the masses like you've got a narrow 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 in fact you might need to do 80 20 three or four times and get down to some tiny percentage of the world before you even start very important
1: yeah well let's get close to sort of rounding things out there perry but let's kind of end i think on that topic if we had to give our listeners perhaps not a 20 percent, perhaps even a four percent to focus on as a result of listening to this interview perhaps a few action steps that the sales and marketing professionals listening in could walk away and test perhaps um take on in their own business what would those few things be
0: well um one thing that you'll, you'll find in the book is, is I explain how pricing is 80-20. And, and one of the things that 80-20 says uh, is that if, if you're selling to your customers properly, then it means that 20% of your customers will spend four times as much money as the other 80%. Okay, And twenty percent of those will spend four times as money as much money as then that part. so so you can have this small percentage of people who will spend very large amounts of money. So like, there's an example in the book where I say, you know, if you got a few thousand people coming into a Starbucks and buying coffee every week uh, for you know, three bucks or five bucks or something. You're gonna get a couple every week that'll spend two thousand dollars on an espresso machine you know and you, you might only sell a couple of those uh, a week even though you got these thousands of people but if you do the math, that espresso machine or that high dollar purchase ends up being a very important part of the economics of your business in fact it may be that That and a couple other high-end things are actually what generate all the profit in your business and that everything else is just keeping your lights on. And and if you don't know that, like if you open a coffee shop and you don't know this, you are going to – probably what you're going to experience is all the self-condemnation why can't I run this thing? And boy, you know, I had, a, I had a customer steal some cream and, you know, I'm dying here. You know, I just shaving pennies to make this thing work. And, you know, it's like, well, there's like these one or two things that you need to change in your business. And all of a sudden you got breathing room and you got profit. And so, and so, you know, it applies every which way. And so I, I just challenge people like, like, be a serious student of eighty twenty. Understand that it's, it's all around you. And if you can get to where you can recognize it, that, that is a profitable thing.
1: Yeah, so thanks, Perry. So I'm sure the book's available. I know, it, I know it can be gotten hold of on your website. So should we, as a result of this, send people off to perrymarshall.com?
0: Yes, yes. And, and In fact, there's a direct link if you go to sell8020.com, S-E-L-L. 8020.com it'll take you right to that book page and you can get your copy
1: absolutely cool well i i thoroughly recommend listeners head on over to that link which will also be in the show notes page for episode 52 of traffic jam Uh, so head on over there and we'll make sure that the link to perry's main site the nt20 book and all of perry's social media profiles are included there so all that remains is for me to thank you perry for coming on it's been an absolute pleasure
0: Hey, James, thank you so much for having me on your show. I know you know it's it means a lot to trust your audience uh, with somebody, so it means a lot to me. Thank you.
1: So there you go. That was the ever-so-awesome Perry Marshall with his 80-20 rule for sales and marketing. Thank you for listening into episode 52. Get ready for episode 53 coming real soon. Well, be joined by Neville Medora, who's the man behind AppSumo's email marketing. Now, to ensure you get that episode as soon as it's released, subscribe via iTunes and or Stitcher Radio by going to trafficjamcast.com forward slash iTunes and trafficjamcast.com forward slash Stitcher. Now for a direct link to all the bonuses that come with this episode, including downloadable MP3, full transcript of today's show, plus an eighty twenty sales and marketing mind map that will of course help you put the rule shared by Perry into action, go to trafficjamcast.com forward slash 52, that's the number 52, so trafficjamcast.com forward slash the number 52, where of course you can also join in on the Discord. Discussion for this episode. Now we end this week with a traffic jam chosen by Perry Marshall and it's called XYZ or Z from 1981 and it's by the band Rush. So enjoy the track and I'll catch you back here for another episode real soon. traffic jam podcast with james reynolds to know more about this program and to subscribe for future episodes check out the website trafficjamcast.com